Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Now, we are uh, in the middle of a message series called, Yeah, But Why? And what we wanted to do with this series, we wanted to explore this idea of asking why questions to God. Okay, so last week we started off the series with uh, the question, why do good things happen to bad people and why do bad things happen to good people? And I wanted that to be in our minds of this question of why? And so if you're interested in that message, you can find it on the podcast or on our, on our YouTube or on the website, I think, as well. But what I want to do is I want to continue in this idea, and today I want to talk about why we should forgive. And it's not even a should. Why forgive? Why would you want to do that? Why would you need to do that? Why would that be good for you? And so there's, there's, a, there's a few things, and even if you just went to Google and said, why should I forgive, You'll, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, and um, some of it's from the Bible, a lot of it is from, uh, uh, from psychologists, and it was just very fascinating to me to look at these different reasons that people had for forgiving. And so one, one of the things I want to dig into today, okay, so um, when it comes to why forgive, because there's going to be some scriptures or verses that you might find if you were looking this up on your own. That when it comes to why we forgive, a lot of times what you might see is we forgive because God forgave us, okay? And what I want to do today is I want to just put that out there, right? Okay, so if the answer is we forgive because God forgave, if, if, at least for me, for the purposes of today, that's not enough of an answer, right? That's, not, that, that's like, that's like uh, when you ask your parent when you're a kid, and you ask your parents, why can I do this? And your parents say, anybody know? Because I said so. Doesn't make any sense. So for me, at least for the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes that we're hanging out here together, I want to dig into, let's say the answer of why forgive, and if the answer is we forgive because God forgives, let's just for the next 20 minutes say, that's not enough of an answer. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. Because there's a lot of things that if you read throughout the Bible, you're told to do or commanded to do. But we don't always do those things. So sometimes we do things and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we say what we're supposed to say, sometimes we don't. I want to talk about why forgive, why does it matter? If we didn't have to, if we didn't, if we didn't have to forgive because God forgave... If that wasn't the answer, then how would we do So I have something I wanted to share with you all. The first thing I want to uh, share with you all today is this thought I had is forgiveness, let's dig into this, forgiveness is less of a process and more of a collection of decisions. When I was looking this up this week and had this on my mind, one, one site I went to said that forgiveness is not a process, it's a choice, okay? And then I, I was looking at this other article, and it was, really was an article this time. Sometimes when I say I read an article, it means I watched a TikTok about it, but I sound smarter if I say I read an article. Uh, so this one, I actually read an article, and uh, it said that forgiveness is a process. So, uh, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, it, the, the, this group of people says it's not a process, it's a choice, which I kind of agree with. I'm big on choice, okay? And then this group of people says 
it's a process. It will happen more and more over time. I'm like, well, I kind of agree with that too. So what if, what if forgiveness is kind of a process and kind of a choice all along the way? Now, when it comes to forgiveness, what maybe you've been thinking about, or or, or I'm going to ask you to think about it now, is who in your life not needs to be forgiven. Don't think about forgiveness that way, okay? Don't, don't be thinking about people in your life like, well, I need to forgive them, I need to forgive them. You don't need to do anything. You can do whatever you want. What I want you to be thinking about is who is the one or two people that when you think about them, you start to get the little tense, right? A little pressure in your chest. There's some things left unsaid. There's some resentment that is still held there. Maybe some anger maybe some past hurt. And I want to be thinking about these, I want you to think about them all week, (laughs) not really. Uh, uh, When I started thinking about that for myself, there's a few people in my life that I probably would be wise for me to forgive. And one of those things, so uh, if you don't know anything about me, here's something about me. I am, uh, I am, uh, divorced and I'm on my second marriage and I was divorced years ago so when I got married I was very very young was married for a few short months and then divorced and I mean you've seen movies and tv shows usually divorces have people who have conflicting uh, conversations is a great way to put that and so for a long time it was easy for me to carry hurts. It wasn't any maybe one particular thing that was said or done, but sometimes when you're in a relationship with someone that whether however close that relationship is depends on the level of hurt, right? So we deal with these levels of hurt. And, and, and I wonder for you in your life is where are the hurts? Where are the areas in your life where, like I said, there's these people where they have caused a hurt, whether they meant to or not, and trust me, I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Whether they meant to or not, a lot of times, a lot of times, it's easier to forgive someone, at least for me, who intentionally tried to hurt my feelings, and then we, you know, make peace about it. A lot of times, that's easier for me to deal with than for someone who doesn't know they're hurting me, who didn't know they hurt me. And now I have to do this, I have to do this dance of like, well, I, I'm, I'm going to forgive you. And they're like, for what? <laughs> These terrible things you said that I never mentioned to you years ago, but I've been building resentment. I am so, does anybody, is anybody really good at building resentment? It's one of my superpowers. Okay, a few people. It's one of the things I'm best at. So I want to look at a particular verse today in Ephesians around this idea of why forgive. If we have these people in our life that have harmed us, that have hurt us, that have made us angry, that we have allowed to build resentment towards this person, why forgive? And I guess I should say, before the question even is asked, why forgive, there must be some kind of presumption of it's good to forgive. One of the biggest things we have in the Christian faith is the idea of forgiveness and the power of forgiveness and what that has done. What that has done for us. How God's forgiveness has literally empowered us to be at the same level 
as his son. Right? When God looks at us, that's the power of what Jesus did on the cross. Right? Now, because of Jesus, when God looks at us, he sees us through what Jesus did. So we are, we are highly elevated to God. So I want to look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. And we're going to read this out of the uh, New Living Translation. Bible you read out, of, uh, read out of might look a little bit different. That's okay. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. Watch this. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. This is a tall order already. As well as all types of, uh, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Now. I might be just splitting hairs here and trying to pick it apart, but at least in my reading, this is my opinion, I am not a theologian, you can't buy my book anywhere because I haven't written one, in my opinion, right here, forgiving one another, being tenderhearted, being kind, being tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you, not because God through Christ has forgiven you. What I see here is more of an example of what forgiveness looks like, not a reason to forgive. And that's what I love. Again, that's just my interpretation of it, my reading of it, because that's for, for me, that's what I love about our faith, if this is a faith that you share. That's what I love about the Christian faith, is we are, according to this particular verse, we are empowered to forgive. Do you see that? We are invited and empowered and shown how to forgive. We have an opportunity to forgive. Now, there's some clear direction on, you know, don't use harsh words and instead build each other up, right? Don't, don't slander the people around you. Instead, forgive one another. Another translation says, make room for each other's faults. Anybody have any areas or relationships in their life where they could stand to make room for the other person's faults? Could probably do some of that. It's tough to make room for faults. Except my own. I have plenty of room for those. One of the thoughts I wrote down for y'all is this. When it comes to forgiveness, okay, uh, let, me, let me set this up this way. When it comes to forgiveness, at least for me, tell me if you feel the same way, there's a part of forgiveness that feels like well, if I forgive this person, then I am saying what happened, what they did, what they said. If I forgive them, then I'm saying what they did is okay. If I forgive this person for what they said about me or my family or for what they did during this difficult time in my life, if I forgive them, then I'm almost condoning the behavior, right? We can almost feel like a little bit weak or, or, or taken advantage of. And that's the difficult thing about what's well, one of the difficult things about forgiveness is we, is we feel like we don't want to let someone off the hook. We don't want to say that what they did was okay because it's not okay. But what's brilliant about forgiveness is forgiveness is not about, and here's the thought here, you don't let anyone off the hook when you forgive. What you do, though, is you make space, more space, for peace in your life. Forgiveness has nothing to do, this is what's wild about it. 
is forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. Many times, you can forgive someone for what they have said or done, and they have never known that they said it and never knew that you forgave them. Sometimes a conversation needs to be had, right? Sometimes you need to give someone feedback. Sometimes you need to let someone know that you're angry at them. Those aren't bad emotions. They're helpful. But there are times where you can be upset with someone, be hurt by someone, be damaged, be angry with someone, work through that emotion, work through what was going on in here in your heart, in your soul, your spirit, and then say, well, I'm going to choose to forgive that person, and they never needed to know. So can forgiveness be part of an argument with two people? Absolutely. But forgiveness can exist outside of a conversation. That's how I know, at least for me, that forgiveness has nothing to do with the people around me. If I can be hurt by someone and, and forgive them without ever telling them any of that, then I know, I know that forgiveness can't be for them. How could it possibly be for them if I can work through forgiveness without ever having the conversation? So forgiveness is something that I can be a part of, that I am a part of, that I choose to do when I choose to do it. And I'm empowered to do it. That's another thing with choice. I talk a lot about choice here uh, at the heart, well, in my life in general. I feel like choice, choosing to do something makes it so much more meaningful, right? Makes it empowering. And when it comes to forgiveness, at least for me, I feel like some days, depending on the person, depending on the situation, depending on my mood, it is easy to forgive someone. It's almost like a practice, right? Right, when I was saying earlier that, that some people say forgiveness is a, a process, and some people say, no, it's not a process. You either choose to forgive or you don't. And I like to take both of those extremes and kind of straddle it and say, okay, I'm right in the middle here where sometimes it's a process, sometimes it's a decision, and sometimes it's a process of decisions. And here's what I mean. It, it, tell me if you've experienced, experienced this. It's when there, there are days when you'll wake up. Let's say there's this one person in your life, and they, they just get in your craw, as they say. You've been hurt by them. You have some resentment towards them. You're bothered with them. You're upset by them. And it might be someone who, if, where if I said, is there anybody in your life that you need to forgive to kind of let go, to make, make room in your heart for more peace? It's that person, okay? There are days, let's say I'll wake up on a Sunday morning, and I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know what? Everyone's forgiven. You know what I mean? It's no big deal. You know, we're just loving people. You know, hey, we'll see you Sunday, man. Check out the pot. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And then, Sunday night, when all that fun has worn off, I'm like, you know what? I don't quite forgive them anymore. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, actually. And maybe it's not the same day, but it happens to me the next day, or something, something comes up. You know, you, you, ever, you, ever, you, you thought you forgive someone? You thought you had forgiven them? And then their name pops up? You're like, oh, 
No, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't forgive them yet. What I'm saying, at least for me, okay, what I'm saying is that forgiveness can be a choice, can be a daily choice. Some days you'll have this easy day where everyone's forgiven and you're just living in peace. And some days you won't. Some days you won't forgive that person. And what I want to encourage you with and maybe even give you permission to do is just let those be days where you don't feel forgiving. I think when it comes to church and it comes to our faith, there's so many times that we can be almost like pushed or forced into you have to think this way. No, 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 you have to forgive. You have to forgive the people around you because God forgave you, so you have to. And that type of language creates a trap. Here's the trap it creates, right? Here's the trap that is set for you if the language you use is you have to forgive because God forgave you. The trap there is if you don't forgive, you feel stuck. If you feel like, well, right now in this moment, I don't think I can forgive this person for what they said. I can't forgive this person for what they did. So if I can't forgive, but I'm supposed to, where do I go? Where can your faith go? You see how your faith is trapped if that's the language that you use. However, if we change it just a little bit, just slightly, and here's what we say. We say, you know what? Today, I can't choose to forgive as easily as I did yesterday, but that's okay. That's where I need to be today. Now you're not trapped. Now you're still in the journey, still in the process of forgiveness, but today is just a tougher day than yesterday was. It's just a tougher day than maybe tomorrow will be. But see, when we do that, when we're honest about where we are in that journey of forgiveness or wherever you're at in your faith, when we're honest about where we are in that, What you do now uh, over here where your faith was trapped because you were stuck between what you're supposed to do and what you want to do. Now over here where you're not trapped anymore and you're you're in this beautiful area of choice and journey and, and, and figuring this out along the way. Now, now where your faith was stuck over here, now your faith has space to grow and expand. And you can calmly ask yourself, why should I forgive this person? Why do I want to forgive this person? Because some days, if you're honest with yourself, and, and, and maybe this is just for me, some days I just really don't feel like forgiving people for wrongs that they've done. I will hold a grudge with some server at a restaurant that I've only met one time because they had a little bit of attitude one time, and I'm like, I'm never going back there again. Unforgiven might as well be the name of that restaurant because I'll never go back. And then, you know, some, one of the days I'll be like, well, they might have been having a bad day, or I was. <laughs> Maybe we can go back and check it out. And I think that's the, that's the permission that I want you to give yourself. Because it's in that permission of having days when you don't feel forgiving that are going to make the days when you do feel forgiving feel so much more powerful, so much more meaningful, and it will come so much more from your heart than the rule you're supposed to follow. Do you see what I'm saying? Last thing I want to uh, share with y'all that I wrote down is this. Forgiveness is a practice of your empowered faith, not an obligation you're tied to. That's what I've been saying. 
Forgiveness is a practice, not an obligation. It can't be. Forgiveness, as far as obligation is concerned or empowerment is concerned, is the same to me as reading the Bible, praying, giving, all of those. And maybe you've been to churches like this where I, I can make a case that, yo, you absolutely should pray. You absolutely should read the Bible. You absolutely should give on Sundays. You absolutely should show up in person. If you can't show up in person, you should watch us live. But you see how that language traps us into a faith where we get stuck, and not for everyone, not for everyone, but a lot of times when we feel stuck in a faith, you know what we'll do is we'll just walk away. Not because we didn't want our faith to grow anymore, not because we're afraid of our faith growing or afraid of difficult things, but we, we don't know what to do when we feel stuck. So what I want for you, what I want for myself, is to be able to choose to forgive, to be empowered to choose to forgive. And even if you're not quite there yet, no problem, no worries. Because there are days when Paul here, Paul's the author uh, of the letter to Ephesians, uh, uh, to Ephesus, the book of Ephesians. Paul says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. No problem. Easy peasy, right? No. No. When I was a kid, my, uh, uh, my grandmother, my mom's mom, Every time we would, you know, go visit their house and we would leave, my, my grandma, I called her little grandma because she was shorter than my other grandma, so she was little grandma and then big grandma. Little grandma, when I, every time I would leave, after a visit, she would say, Hito, be good so they won't get mad at you. Every time, without fail, be good so they won't get mad at you. And I was like, that is you put it so simply, but life is just not that easy, Grandma. <laughs> I feel like that's what Paul's saying here, right, is get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. You know, just be good so they won't get mad at you. So maybe we have days where there's no harshness, there's no slander, there's no, bitter, there's no bitterness. We're just living the dream, walking around. But there will be days when those things come up, and that's where we get a chance to practice. That's where we get a chance to practice being kind to each other, being tenderhearted. We get to practice forgiving each other. And like anything that we practice, anything that we practice in our faith, some days will be better than others. And that is okay. That is what faith growing looks like, is the practice of it every single day. If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads. I want to challenge you with something today. I want you to pick one person in your life that when you think about them, you lose a little bit of peace. Maybe there's an opportunity for forgiveness there. Think of one person in your life where there is an opportunity for forgiveness. And here's my challenge to you. And I'm going to take this challenge too. I have a few people in my life that I could probably benefit from forgiving. So here's what I want. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed, thinking about this, here's the challenge is Can you practice forgiving that person just this week? After that, you can stop. 
After that, you can do whatever you want. But each day, each day for the next week, can you take the challenge of practicing forgiving that person? Some days will be better, some days will be worse. So if you want to take that challenge with me, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand uh, with, your, with your eyes closed so nobody's looking around, nobody's checking on you. If you want to take that challenge, on the count of three, put your hand up. One, two, three. Okay, put your hands down. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for the opportunity we have to grow our faith. Thank you that you have empowered us to forgive the same way that you have forgiven. You've empowered us to grow our faith because you stand with us no matter what. Your forgiveness has paved the way, and I pray that we would be bold enough that we would have the bravery to extend forgiveness, to practice forgiveness. I pray that we would be patient with ourselves as the practice of forgiveness can sometimes have a good day and a bad day. I pray that you would be with us even in the middle of that. Help us to rely on each other, to trust each other, to be kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving. We love you. We pray that in your name, God. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.